Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome, Hawk fans. Welcome to another episode of Hawk Talk. I am your host, Colin Cole. And of course, we have another awesome show to bring to you today. And we're going to be highlighting those Illinois fighting Illini. But first, I got to introduce my resident guest host. He's kind of, you know, we'll keep on going with that title. The resident guest host. We'll keep on going with that title. Two-time All-Big Ten, three-year started offensive tackle, luxury real estate mogul up in Chicago, Illinois, the great outdoorsman, also the 2002 team MVP, Mr. David Porter. David, thank you for joining us on the show today, sir. Mr. Cole, thank you, sir. It's very, very honored to be here. I really am. I appreciate the time here. You know, I always have fun. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm glad that you enjoy this, you know, because I enjoy having you on, man. It's probably one of the better opportunities to really talk Hawk football. And, you know, who better to talk about Hawk football than my brother Hawk uh, like yourself, man. And so let's let's rewind a little bit, David. Let's talk about the Hawks' last win, the 27-22 victory over the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, the Hawks were able to pull out the win. Uh, it, was, it wasn't an easy win. Um, but Alex Padilla and offense were able to get the ball in the end zone. Uh, the defense was able to create some turnovers. Uh, had some flip-ups, but uh, was able to come out with a victory, man. So talk to us, David. What are your thoughts about that Golden Gopher game that uh, the Hawks were able to pull out last weekend? There were a couple of things that really stuck out for me. You know, we, we had uh, field position. That was a big deal for us. Uh, and then we had big plays. Or we had some really big plays where the ball was aired out and we had a 72-yard uh, touchdown reception, right? Uh, we were making big plays at big times and really opportune times. So we're, we got, I'm going to say, lucky, where we took advantage of these opportunities that were presented to us, right? Things where I didn't see that before at the beginning of the season. We weren't doing that. And part of the thing what I saw was our offensive line played better together, too. We played a lot better as an offensive line. They were holding their, their defender. Right? They're getting them away and making sure that they stayed away from the quarterback and giving them the time that he needed so that he could make those down the field passes. It was a really good thing to see with our offense and getting out there and moving around. You know, we did have that one turnover, which led to us being down at halftime, but our defense stepped up like they've done all season. Our offense, our defense, they, they played together, they fought hard, and at the end we came out with a victory. It was a great thing for Hawks and the Hawkeye Nation. Uh, but the guys out there playing, like you said, it wasn't easy. And I'm going to say it wasn't perfect. And we didn't play a complete game, but we played for the whole game, right? We scored in every quarter, three, uh, three. We had a field goal in the first quarter. Then second quarter, touchdown. Third quarter, touchdown. Fourth quarter, touchdown. I mean, we, we just kept going. So it was good to get us going. And we started a little bit faster than we normally do. We're getting closer to putting that whole team game together. And once that happens, I say this, I've said it from the beginning of the season. This is a special team. They really are. They haven't always been healthy. We have our merry-go-round with the all-line, offensive line going on right there. We have a new quarterback. Uh, even this week, we got some changes going on with the receiver position. But they continue to win. We have two losses. We continue to win. We continue to find a way to win. Minnesota is a testament to that. To Minnesota, that's a good team that we went out there and beat. So – uh, I'm happy that we're getting better. I'm not satisfied with where we are right now. You know, there's always room for improvement. The whole thing for us is getting better. And 
every week. We're working to do that. And they just keep finding a way to win. It's, it's fun to watch these guys. Yeah, as long as they can keep finding a way to win. That's what matters the most. You make mention to uh, some of the ro- couple of roster changes. I should say one roster change specifically. We already know um, Alex Padilla is the starting quarterback. He will remain so uh, for the remainder of the season. He's actually he's actually backed up by Deuce Hogan um, as um, – as um, Spencer Petrus continues to heal from his injury. Um, so, uh, but again, had total command of the offense uh, last week, you know, uh, with the starting role being his. So tremendous job uh, continuing to, to grow for Spencer Petrus. Um, we do have to talk about uh, Mason Richmond. He's still out. Um, uh, let me see, Jack Plum will make his, will make his second straight start uh, this upcoming week. And Keegan Johnson, David has uh, has actually uh, he's now in the starting lineup. He is taking the place of Tyrone Tracy as the starting wide receiver. Um, so uh, Keegan Johnson, true freshman, coming in off the streets last year, you know, coming in from high school last year, and now he's uh, he's played himself into a position where he's now taking over the starting role over Tyrone Tracy. What does that mean for this offense? And has he really played himself into that position to be the starting wide receiver? Um, he's had some good games. And all the, the thing is consistently or consistency over, uh, over a period of time. He and Alex seem to have some pretty good chemistry going on right now. So I think they're rolling with it. I don't know if he has actually played to the point of taking a, you know, the starting role, but he has shown a lot of good, good work out there on the field. He's put some good film out there, you know, uh, with Tyrone. I'm not sure what happened with him. He came in one of the uh, guys we had high hopes for, um, you know, team, team leader coming into the season where we all talked about it. And for some reason, whatever reason that is, it just never manifested. I'm going to say throughout the season, right? We look at the numbers. They just don't lie. The eye in the sky doesn't lie. When you look at the film, I'm not sure what everybody's seeing. But, you know, uh, for me, him playing uh, wide out versus a slot, which I think is his more natural position, that's where I would have put a, a body type or a talent like that. Right? He is definitely a slot receiver. He's that type of guy. He has the quicks. He has that ability to get in and out of, out of breaks quickly, like a slot receiver needs to do. I don't know what that's all about. But he, it is what it is, and he is where he is right now. All we can do is say, hey, this is our team. We have a new quarterback. We're doing some shuffling with the offensive line. we got a new starting receiver, true freshman coming in. And we're going to rock with it and see what happens. You know, this Illinois defense, they're not um, – they're no slouches. Again, this Big Ten, they are, what, three and three and two in their last five, last five outings, just like we are. And they've beat some pretty good teams. So they're going to give us their best shot. And – we seem to be hidden in the right direction and seem to be prepared to be able to take this on. And at least everybody's expecting us to. We're 81% favors to do it. So we'll see what happens. Yep. Speaking of that, David, we got to obviously switch over to the, uh, the fighting Illini who the Hawks will take on this weekend. Uh, it's going to be senior day. David, senior day for these, these seniors at two o'clock. Well, yeah, two o'clock kickoff time. And uh, what do we expect, man? It's just, Obviously, Illinois, uh, 
first year head first year Illinois head coach uh, Brett Bielema. We we both know him. Uh, he has a Tiger Hawk, you know, snapped on the side of his ankle. You know what I mean? So his roots are deep in black and gold. But uh, being over there with the Illini, he's definitely been working to turn this team around. You know, they, they haven't had the best of seasons so far, but they have beaten some pretty big opponents. I mean, they they actually they beat Wisconsin in what nine overtimes. That was insane. They actually beat Penn State. No, no, that was Penn State that they beat in nine overtimes. But they also right. they didn't beat Wisconsin. I was totally wrong with that. But they beat Minnesota last week. But um, this team. Um, is a tremendous team and they are a run first team and they, they, they're about pounding that football. They're, they're led by Chase Brown, number two, who's uh, played eight games other than nine this season. He actually leads this, the, the team with 851 yards rushing. Uh, he's backed up by Josh McCray, who has a pretty good 491 yards behind him. Uh, this team has rushed for 1,802 yards at second in the big 10. So this is a run first uh, team uh, led by those two young men that I mentioned, but then you add to that that their starting quarterback um, Arthur Sitkowski has uh, he's got a quarterback rating of 100.63, and Brandon Peters has also shown some plays, has made some plays. He's actually played in eight games this season. His QBR is uh, 117.56. So you got a run-heavy team, but you got a couple of uh, you got a couple of decent quarterbacks, man. What? What do the Hawks have to do to take care of this offense um, for this upcoming weekend, Dave? The defense is going to have to step up again because you said this Illini offense, they're potent, and they do run the ball, and they run well. They have a good quarterback. I mean, they're fairly well-balanced offense. Uh, they are run first. They're more heavily on the run than they are in the pass. It's, we're an opposite of that. We are more pass-heavy than we are run-heavy. Now they are, Right now, they're averaging about 180 yards rushing per game. At about a hundred and about 140, 100, about 140 yards uh, passing per game, right? Where you look at us, we're about 187, 188 yards passing, and we're about 110 rushing, right? So we're kind of the opposite. And for our defense, kind of plays into what our strengths are because our defense is our strength of our team, and our run defense has always been the strength of our defense since I've been there, since we were there, right? So stopping that rush, that should be something we're good at. We have a, you know, their, their quarterback with our, you know, our DBs and our secondary. That should be, should be a good game for us. You know, if we can get them one-dimensional, take away the run and make sure that they lean heavily on the pass. And our offense, you know, starts fast and gets out there and start having these drives where our defense is off the field. And we start sucking that time away. Or if we do like we did against Minnesota and get these big plays, and we can control field position. Those are two different ways to win. But either way works for me as long as we win. I'm hoping we put together a complete game and we show that we can dominate a team from beginning to end. Now, Minnesota with the victory, I'm, I'm glad we got to win the same thing with Northwestern. I'm still looking for us to get out there and have be in the position where the other team doesn't matter. We're playing our game our way. And the only thing that's really getting in our way is us. We have yet to do that this season. Well, I mean, this is the opportunity, the perfect opportunity for this team to play a complete game. You can you definitely argue that uh, we've done that multiple times in terms of not done that specifically, but uh, have had the opportunity within at least two of the phases to have a really good game. But uh, the third phase may not show up and play the way we need them to. This is an opportunity on senior day for those seniors to get that opportunity yeah. to, to leave on a high note. 
to, to kind of bring it all together. Um, let's flip over to the offense, man. Um, Spencer Peters yeah. obviously is out. Alex Padilla is in. Alex Padilla has uh, completed 33 of 66 passes this season for 439 yards. He's been sacked three times, but he has two touchdowns. But uh, And he's he's got command in offense. He's making all the small adjustments in terms of uh, sliding in the pocket, you know, getting out on the move, you know, throwing on the run. Uh, he's, he's definitely been an answer to this offense so far. It has been the spark that we needed. And we, we talked about the Penn State where it was just that one play where we needed that change of momentum, right? Sometimes it's just one play. Sometimes it's just one player. We had that with Alex when he came into the team, when he came into the game. He gave us a spark. It, the whole offense reacted differently when he got, on the, when he got in the huddle. And you can see it in their, their production out there, right? Now things are starting to shake up a little bit, right? Our offensive line is starting to come together. All right, we're, we're changing out the receivers now. We're, we're moving things around and pieces are being moved around and the offense is starting to move. Right, we're starting to get consistent drives. We had 11 possessions uh, against Minnesota and we scored on five of them. Right? That, that's pretty good. You scored on almost 50% of your possessions. That's pretty good, especially for this offense with how consistent we've been and how I want to call, call it lethargic we've been to get started in the game. We're getting out there and we're starting fast. And we're starting, I should say fast, we're starting faster, right? We're getting out there, we're scoring. We're not just looking to just drive it down the field. We're looking to score. That's great. I, I like getting singles and doubles, but home runs, those are great too. If we can get them, let's do it. The whole reason we were down against Minnesota half, we had a fumble. Other than that, we go in there tied, possibly we're up by three. It's a momentum shift, right? Getting the right players at the right places to do the right things at the right time. That's been the, that's been our secret sauce. And with everything we have moving around, it's the same, same old Iowa mentality, next man up. Right. And when you're in, you're a starter. You use the same as everybody else. You're a starter. And we find, we continually find a way to win. That's what Alex has done. That's what um, Keegan has done. I mean, he's, they've provided a spark for us. That's why they're in the position that they're in. So, yeah. No question. No question. And you bring a great point. Um, this young talent between Keegan Johnson and, and um, artist Bruce the, the fourth, these young guys have come in and made some plays for this offense, uh, both in the receiving as well as the, uh, the end of rounds, the run game. So uh, this, this offense has become more dynamic as the season has progressed. We, we definitely see that uh, this, this group of uh, receivers, you know, even though it's talent laden, the young guys are the guys that are pushing the, the envelope and, and making, making their taking advantage of their opportunities. Um, it's awesome to see this offense mature, man. I mean, what, uh, what, in your opinion, you know, we, are, we already talked about Spencer. Ty, Tyrone is about uh, 187 yards from 1,000. Sam Laporte is our leading receiver for with 425 yards. What does this team need to do to ensure itself moving forward, being second in the uh, Big Ten West currently with an opportunity to, to get another win? What does this team have to do to uh, moving forward to continue to continue down the road of success that they've uh, accomplished over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, what we're looking at right now is really the same keys we've had all season. Right, continue to improve, start fast, sure up the offensive line, 
make sure that our offensive line is um, minimizing their technique errors, right? Sitting in their technique, being confident, playing with confidence and poise, and controlling what they can control and not worrying about the other stuff that they can't control, right? Um, and then they have to keep winning their individual battles. The offensive line does. I'm talking about the line. I think I've said this plenty of times for me, it starts and ends with that offensive line. We get that offensive line going, it takes the pressure off the rest of the team. And when I say they're individual battles, it's not just on the field, it's off the field too. Spending time in the film, work, working out on the field, working on your technique and making sure that you're doing what you can do to minimize your mistakes. So that like the other mistakes, you don't give the other people opportunities to take advantage of you, right? Take advantage of your technique errors. Work on that stuff and work on one thing at a time. When we talked about this, I think it was two weeks ago, right? Working on one thing at a time and building on that. Now we start doing that collectively as an offense, which is what I've, what I've been noticing we've been trying to do. Working on one thing at a time and building on that. All right, we switched out the quarterback, all right? And Spencer got hurt, I got it. Alex is coming in and he was ready for that opportunity. That's what we call lucky, right? He got an opportunity, taking advantage of it. Keegan Johnson, we're, we're bringing in a receiver now. Now he showed sparks of life early on in the season, we saw it. And then all of a sudden, here he is in the starting role. He's going to be ready to go. I'm expecting him to be ready to go. I'm sure the coaches expect him to be ready to go. That's why they're starting him, right? We are starting to get more consistent, and we're starting to get guys out there in the right positions to do the right things at the right time. And that's really what we need. We need the right people in the right places at the right time so that we can start fast, be consistent, and minimize our mistakes. We start minimizing our mistakes and taking away, and I'm say take that back, and stop giving people opportunities to take advantage of us, take advantage of our technique errors. Start fast. We have a pretty potent team. Right? We've always had our special teams. They're good, right? Caleb and, and Tori, phenomenal. They're they're going to be two of the best punters and kickers in the entire country coming out of college or in college. Our, our defense, we all know how special they are. The one phase of our team of that, you know, that triumvirate that we've always been like honing in on is our offense. And once we get that piece, and it's coming, we're getting better. We get that together. We have a special team already. We have two losses. We get that together. We have a really good team. We really do. Uh, still, I like this team. I still think they're special. Again, with all the things we've had going on, two losses continue doing what we're doing do it better do it faster do it earlier and do it more often no question man it's the opportunity right here to go ahead and put the stamp uh on the rest of the remainder of the season um i'm gonna go ahead and give you my three keys i'm gonna switch it up a little bit give you my three keys to the game and then i'll get yours so first of all gotta continue to the growth of alex padilla and uh, the offensive line, making sure these guys continue to grow as a, as a unit. Um, like, like we mentioned earlier, uh, no Mason Richmond uh, on the offensive line this week at left tackle. So Jack Plum getting his second opportunity to start at left tackle. How does that affect the team? Are we still able to do all the things that we're, we're comfortable doing, running and passing the ball? Or is there, you know, does, does Illinois um, exploit our left tackle? 
that's going to be the key, uh, making sure that those guys continue to work in concert to, uh, to continue to grow. Second key is Riley Moss made, the re made his return to the team last week. A uh, huge factor for us, uh, probably one of our better, if not best, defenders. And so his presence was felt last week. Uh, his continued growth and continued to uh, healing of that knee is going to be crucial going down the stretch. You know, obviously, with two games left in the remainder of the season, we need him to be healthy and to be out there on the field. And then thirdly, we talked about it a little bit, but the run defense has to be stout. You know, like I mentioned, Illinois is in the top three in run and rushing in the Big Ten, uh, in the whole Big Ten. And so that's going to be their game plan is to test us up front on the on the defensive line and get downhill against our linebackers. And gonna have to, in order to get off the field, those guys are going to have to play with great technique, separation. You know, you, you often talk about those offensive linemen being sticky. You got to make sure that we separate and get off of blocks this week and tackle the ball carrier because they're going to run the ball. Oh, yeah, they're going to run the ball and it's going to be a blood fest. And that's the way we want it to be. We want it to be a bloodbath, just banging heads, play after play, getting downhill and making those plays. That's what I'm looking for uh, in order for us to come out with a victory this week. David, what you got for uh, I love you. I, I love that take you guys. It's bloodbath. <laughs> Yo, that is awesome. Uh, I'm going to go with the offense and their chemistry. We have a lot of new people, a lot of new moving parts, a lot of new pieces there. And making sure that the O-line chemistry works well, the receiver QB chemistry works well, and then all those things work together in concert, right? So that chemistry, having that come together, that's going to be a big deal for us. And then with, along with that chemistry, number two, we need to stop, start fast. Uh, Illinois is not a team to be messed around with. They are really good. They, Like you said, they beat Minnesota. They beat uh, Penn State, and they've had some good victories against some good teams. Right? They took Penn State to nine overtimes. These guys will fight. Like you said, it's a bloodbath. It's going to be one. It's Big Ten season. We're, it's November. It's going to, there's going to be some fights out there. It's what it is. You got to win your individual battle. And I'm going to agree with you. My third and probably the biggest one, it's our defense stopping that run. That run offense that Illinois has, that, that's, that's tough. They're going to run the ball. They're going to run. Uh, it, they're going to run the ball. They have one of our old Hawks over there, and he knows what it is in the Big Ten. It's the same thing he did when he was at Wisconsin. He ran the ball. He was going to go to Illinois, and he's going to run the ball. And he's been doing it all season. I don't know why he's going to stop now. So he's going to continue to try to run, and our defense needs to step up and get separation and tackle. So those are my three. No doubt, man. No doubt. I would be remiss if I didn't say that, uh, you know, again, Saturday is going to be senior day. Let me just go down a list of seniors. Kyle, Kyle Schott, left offensive guard. He's going to be a senior walking across that field on, uh, on Saturday. Uh, Caleb Shudak is a senior. He's going to be walking across that field on Saturday. Um, Zach Van Valkenburg, he's also a senior, going to be walking across that field on Saturday, along with Matt Hankins, who seems like he's been there for seven years. He's now a senior, going to be walking across that field on Saturday. Our man, we talked about him, Charlie Jones, man, he's going to be walking. Max Cooper, uh, also going to be walking as a senior, man. Ryan Gersonde, Gersonde, I 
hope I'm not butchering his name too bad. I apologize. He's our backup long snapper. He's going to be, or sorry, he's actually our holder. He's going to be actually, actually walking across as a senior. Um, so to those seniors, congratulations on a great uh, career at Iowa. Congratulations on finishing out your career. And, uh, you know, obviously good luck in the next in the next steps of your lives. However, enjoy this ride. Enjoy the last few before, before it's over with, man. And, uh, you know, I remember, I remember back to, to my senior day, you know, I, I had, I had tears in my eyes, like, man, I can't believe this ride is over, but uh, it's not, it wasn't, you know, we still had another couple games. We had to play Minnesota in our bowl game. So it was, uh, you know, it was bitter, bittersweet to have that opportunity, but uh, you know, these young guys enjoy it. Enjoy that. Enjoy it. I hope that you've enjoyed your, your, your career there and enjoy the last couple games, you know, as a Hawkeye coming out on Kinnick and, you know, wherever the bowl game is that they get opportunity to play in, but uh, hats off to you. Hats off to you guys. And uh, congratulations with that. I'm going to go ahead and end the show right there, David. Thank you all for joining me and David today on the show. It's been awesome talking some, uh, some Hawks against these, fighting a line eye, but uh, this, this is going to be the end of it. So God bless and go Hawks. Go Hawks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.